This is DZFE's Maestro Filipino, a focus for music with a connection to home. For this edition, I'm Daniel. Something we've been hearing a lot during the pandemic is that gatherings, whenever allowed, should as much as possible be held outdoors. For most musicians, this means a temporary but lengthy cessation from concertizing. Marching bands, however, have been somewhat more fortunate. Their repertoire is essentially outdoor music, and those attached to government offices have been required to perform at ceremonies. But even they are only allowed so much freedom. They cannot yet perform in full numbers, and, thanks to the risks of the pandemic, the Far Eastern University's annual marching band festival had to be cancelled. But that was last year. This year, the marching band festival returns, with a vengeance, as it were, fully taking on the theme, Braving Boundaries. The two-part event happened last October 23 and 30, and featured both past and recent recordings, as well as marching bands from both here and abroad. Shortly before that, we sat down for an interview with FEU Center for the Arts director, Martin Lopez, and FEU Drum and Bugle Corps Artistic Director, Ilumar Togado. We hear from them on this program of Maestro Filipino, as well as from the leaders of some of the participating bands. But first, here are Eduardo Di Capua and Alfredo Matsuki's O Sole Mio, to be delivered by the Pililia Youth Banda Nueve, and Levi Celerio and Tito Arevalo's Ikawang Mahal Ko, in a performance by the Makati City Lancers Drum and Bugle Corps.
as far as the Knights of Caloocan is concerned, we are under the local government of Caloocan City. That's why every Monday, we are going to have a plug ceremony. That's why we are still practicing as much as we can. Kakaibang festival eh. Dito lang kami sa lugar namin, pero magkikita-kita kami dahil sa pagkutub. Metropolitan Manila Development Authority, Drum and Bugle Corps, is under by government. That's why the band is still working with or without event because we have other job like marshalling. My boss telling us to go back to practicing when our job is done. We're glad that invite po kami about festival of you. Because of that, we're back to practice. Almost four years na kami under the city government of Tagaytay. May members ako na 55 but they are not all payroll in the city of Tagaytay. During the pandemic, yung membro ng city band nakadeploy po namin sa iba't ibang department para makatulong lalo na sa pandemic. Mostly doon kami naglagay sa DSWD para makatulong sa mga pag may medical ng city, yung iba naman nasa agriculture. During the pandemic, nawalan kami po ng practice. But ngayon, meron kami na pag-usapan na kung makapag-practice kami. Kasi yung iba na graduate na, na pwede naming makuha at ma-i-apply sa city, kailangan nila makapag-practice.
Weird Levi Celerio and Tito Arevalo's Ikaw Ang Mahal Ko in a performance by the Makati City Lancers Drum and Bugle Corps. Before that, the Pililia Youth Band and Webe performed Eduardo Di Capua and Alfredo Matsuki's O Sole Mio. In between, we heard from Jojo Bernardo, Leonido Garrido and Sidney Reyes. Of the Knights of Kalookan, MMDA and Tagaytay Aces Drum and Bugle Corps, respectively. Here now is the next part of our interview. The FPU Drum and Bugle Corps is a group that uh, composed of a marching uh, group. We compete internationally and locally. We have an idea with Sir Martin to do an event every year, which is the Marching Band Festival. The main goal of the marching MDFC or the all the marching band festival is to unite all the drum and bugle corps, not just only the drum and bugle corps, that are considered other marching units that produce sounds and music. The drum and bugle corps, we play different repertoire coming from the United States, uh, local classical uh, music. It's the same with the orchestral type, but the difference is we go around, uh, we march together with the group, and uh, we usually make a drill exhibition for the drum and bugle board. Mm-hmm. Well, I suppose that quite gives us the one main difference is that you march around. <laughs> yes. Right. So tell us about the festival itself. Uh, this is the sixth uh, uh, marching band festival. Uh, first off, uh, is it correct for me to assume that you did not have such a festival last year? Yes, sir. Uh, because of the pandemic. Before the nationwide lockdown, we have the marching band festival in February, but because of the pandemic, the planning of Marching Band Festival takes too long. It's our first time to do online event. We take a month uh, to gather all the marching band that we would like to invite. And their group also have difficulties in, uh, in making a video or to have a training. The idea of uh, Marching Band Festival is uh, to pushing our boundaries. So it's difficult to have an event like this. We need to coordinate with the city governments to have their own marching band to have a video. And also, the main idea of this uh, marching band festival is we would like to show that the drum corps or other marching band are still alive, even we are facing this pandemic. Now, uh, let's go to Sir Martin. Would you tell us a little bit about the background in deciding to push through with this year's festival? Basically, we wanted to show that the marching band community was alive despite the pandemic, despite the challenges, despite many hardships encountered by the musicians, that they had the support of their local governments and the administrators of those local governments who allowed these marching bands to continue to rehearse and to perform live, outdoors, of course, and definitely for events like this. We envisioned something even bigger, but because of the different IATF restrictions, we had to taper down our original vision for the festival. But we had the commitment of the marching bands from around the country and even from around the ASEAN region. They continued to perform for their local communities, albeit without an audience. 
this marching band festival gives them the platform to have that audience to show that you can still make music as a group in person and on Zoom. So this marching band festival will allow our audiences to see a combination of performing live as a group and also using digital media. We got the raving boundaries from the team of the Far Eastern University. Some of our events during the pandemic, they titled it Raving Boundaries, especially as the marching band. We are not used to this type of platform, uh, have a video. Every marching band uh, push their boundaries to be involved in this event. Every year, there is a theme for the university. At one point before, it was Be Brave, because those were the last two words of our founder, Dr. Nicanor Reyes, before he was killed by the Japanese in the waning days of World War II. That became a rallying cry for our athletic team. And then it took a life of its own and really became a catchphrase for a lot of university activities. That was the catchphrase for just one year. And then after that, it became braver today. And then we wanted to continue using the word brave in some permutation during the pandemic. And that's how members of our university committee and community, particularly our marketing and communications office, thought of the two words, braving boundaries. And as Mar said, we are pushed in so many ways to brave the boundaries that we set for ourselves. In music, how do marching bands brave boundaries? How do they rehearse together when you have lockdown? How do they record via Zoom or whatever platforms they use? A lot of them have to relearn. They have to be able to adapt to the environment, to the times, to the technology that all fits along the theme of braving boundaries. The first part will be the throwback videos of our band festival. We, we would like to show the audience we're having in six years the FEU Marching Band Festival is still alive. So in the first part, we choose with my group with the help of Sir Martin, the idea na we're going to have a throwback video for the last six years. And the second part would be showcasing the different marching band that we invite during this uh, pandemic. You can still play and uh, observe protocol while we do. We want to show that the drum forward is still alive for them. As you mentioned earlier, Sir Mar, marching bands need to march. What have you done to record while outside, while following protocol, and at the same time preserving as much of the marching band spirit? Very difficult in the recording. We need to adjust everything, uh, especially when playing indoor. Uh, we need to adjust everything, the sounds, the beats and rhythms of uh, each music. Then uh, preparation that we play instead of a big full band. Each marching band cut their members to show the IATF rules. So if we're talking about the member of a drum and bugle corps, especially the MCL, Knights of Kaloopan, MMDA, Caridad, ACES. If we talk about the full drum and bugle corps, they consist of 80 to 90 members. So they need to cut their member just only to 30 to 40 members to have this event successful. I want them uh, to show everybody that we don't need to be affected by the pandemic. I'm always telling to the other groups or other people that 
you push to your boundary or get out of the box, explore something. Uh, we don't need to stop because of the pandemic. The short message that I want to show, even we have the pandemic, the music is still on. And if you love the music, you can do everything that you want to have a show like this. For everybody, especially the band directors of different bands, in behalf of the FEU, thank you very much. from Drum and Liar. We are the only Drum and Liar band here. That's why I'm surprised. My students are uh, only composed of 9 years old to 18 years old only. Sometimes you. we're just practicing in our house. We're very thankful to Knights of Kalaokan, DBC. Sometimes they're lending their venue so that we can practice. During pandemic, we're still active because we're very active in virtual competition. During the start of the pandemic, we already lost our rehearsals. But we deploy our employees also. We have 48 employed members and 10 volunteers. Nagsimula kami sa pagbibigay ng mga ayuda to help our offices para hindi mabakanti yung aming mga membro. But it runs only for three months. 
after three months, we got the memo that we must perform in all of the flag ceremonies and flag retreats of the city government. Yung aming venue ng rehearsals ay ginamit para sa mga swab testing, parking lot for ambulances. Ngayon po, we rehearsed with individuality. It's their sopranos from 8 to 5. We can copy the, yung mga dati naming gawain by maximizing our music during flag ceremonies and flag retreats. Regarding FPU, talagang napakaganda nung aming naging collaboration with MMDA and Parisian University. Pinagmamalaki namin na kung magtataon-taon yan festival, ay sasali ka talaga kami. We heard performances from two Indonesian bands, the Vincero Percussion Ensemble and the marching band Pupuk Kaitim Brass Ensemble, in Adrika Putra Perdana's arrangements of the traditional Paris Barantai and Chik Chik Pertuk Fantasy. We also heard from Gemma Amistoso of the Black Empire Drum and Lyre Corps, and Emanuel Segarbaria of the Makati City Lancers Drum and Bugle Corps, 
as well as from FEU Center for the Arts Director Martin Lopez and FEU Drum and Bugle Corps Artistic Director Ilumar Togado. All performances heard on this program were featured in Part 2 of Braving Boundaries, the 6th FEU Marching Band Festival. The event happened last October 23 and 30, and Part 2 is still available on the FEU Drum and Bugle Corps Facebook page. That's all for this Maestro Filipino, DZFE's weekly feature for fine music in our locale. Each episode airs Saturday at 4 in the afternoon, the following Monday at 12 midnight, and lastly the next Thursday at noon. Maestro Filipino episodes are uploaded every week on our SoundCloud and Spotify channels. Once more, this is Daniel. Thank you for listening.